Hi guys and welcome back to another episode with the nursing handover with your two different girls, Jerry and Jayanne. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been? What's crackalacking? Girl, so I am enjoying annual leave and annual leave means the alarm clocks. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> no, I'm so him. jealous. No backache, no swollen feet, no chest pain, no nausea. It's just waking up and going about my day, more or less. Don't blame you. Honestly, I'm so, so jealous. Girl, girl. Like, I'm one person who doesn't take enough annual leave, like Juju will tell you. Mm-hmm. But when I do take it, I enjoy it. Like, I try to, to at least utilise sleep. I think sleep is the, is the main thing I do with annual leave. I just try to sleep a lot. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm all right. I can't lie. I'm all right. How are you? What's what's cracking? Me. So as you guys know, I ended my appointment last week with the safeguarding team. I have gone back to Amy. However, if you follow me personally, you will know I've actually broken my ankle. So I'm kind of just hobbling along, still working, seeing how I go and, you know, taking it one day at a time. Thankfully, my shifts are done for the rest of the week, so my leg can go up. I can and I can have a sweet holiday weekend. Yeah, you need to rest that leg. You see, you see, as nurses, how we don't prioritize ourselves first. Like this girl, even though her leg was broken, her ankle's broken. Sorry, can you? Imagine? It's so bad because like everyone has been telling me, go and get it checked out, go and get it checked out. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. The soft tissue injury. As I'm like dragging it along. And I did it again because, you know, I'm, I'm clumsy. And then I It's was like, so oh. terrible. Do you know what it is, though? Funny enough, ask me when I last went to the GP. I don't know. Girl, what are you playing at? I don't you know. Go I don't to the GP that. if you don't need an appointment. But so bad. And the thing is, the things I've just been talking about, my legs being swollen, like, at the end of night shifts. I sometimes get chest pain on at the end of a night shift. Nausea, I think, is just part and, part and parcel of just being on a night shift and your body feeling yeah. sick tired and it wants to rest but stuff like chest pain and feet swelling that's obviously not normal like that's not good yeah so yeah nurses we're not good at taking care of ourselves unfortunately and we do need to probably practice more you know definitely it's like we're good at taking care of other people just not ourselves fair enough that's our role but you know we have, to, we have to look at ourselves first. We are still number one. If we're not good, how are we going to be able to look after others? But, you know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. So my ankle, my right ankle is currently swollen. I'm in a boot, hobbling around, carrying on with work as normal. We're soldiers out here, mate. Just getting on. <laughs> we have to be. We're getting on, we have boy. to be. No... Like, yeah, it's getting better slowly. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be in this too. for a while, but you know, do more time to focus on podcast life, and career mm. progression, and stuff like that. Oh, yes, oh, yes, this year we're coming for everything, we're coming for all of it. Of Don't course, get all of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, if you just you know what? It's so funny because me and Judy talk nearly, I think, almost every day. And if you think 
if you think the things that have been going on in the last weeks, I mean, it, we will unpack it, I feel like, throughout the episodes as and when it's appropriate to unpack certain stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot's been going down, boy, work, like, work-wise in that sense. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've got things to say on the tip of my tongue, but I can't reveal it. Like, I can't reveal it yet. <laughs> I know that's the thing. That's what I'm saying, like, because think, what, so much has happened in the in the last in the last two weeks alone. Even when we last recorded, and as you yes. said, the last two weeks, so much has been going down. And if, yeah, like, if you were if you were like a third E in our conversation, you'd be thinking, mate, these girls, E, like, okay, but yeah, it sounds really well, bad. Like, I really want to, I really want to tell you guys, but you know, our lips are sealed. When the time is right, you guys will know. Right. That, I promise you guys. Just know it's, it's juicy. Very, it's very juicy. juicy. I feel yeah. like we need to insert like, that song, Juicy by Dark. I feel like that needs to be inserted there. <laughs> I can try. I'm not great at that. But, you know, we can see what we can put in. <laughs> it's that moment where it's like, it really is juicy. But, 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 but. Anyway, 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 anyway. Gigi is fresh off a night shift, bless her. I know, now me and Diana completely flipped script. So I'm the one that's currently dying this week, guys. She's hot off that night shift. She's surviving on the Holy Spirit. Legit. And adrenaline. And we, this morning, as usual, you know, usual catch-up talk, whatever. And I think the first thing that kind of came up for both of us was like, you know, how was work? How was this? How was that? And we kind of, like, touched upon, I want to say, like, you know, working with other people and what it's like. And obviously, Gigi being back into A&E, how that's been as well for you. Like, I love A&E, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love it. It's my home. I will always love A&E and I'll probably always still be there in in the the Holy Spirit, et cetera, et cetera. However... Mm. I don't know how most of you are feeling in regards to, you know, Corona times. And as we all know, services have been disrupted. People have been redeployed to certain places. I think, I think we're slightly getting back to normal. We're just not getting back to normal in my department. So we shall see what comes to play out of this. But I think it's just, as Diana touched upon it, it's just work politics. However, I think that's, that's a discussion for a different day. Yeah. You know, it's, it's dealing, one. dealing with different people, different departments, how you're going to manage your own teams and your own colleagues and, you know, your patient load, et cetera, et cetera. I definitely think it's something that needs to be explored and probably explored more in the workplace now, you know, Corona is upon us. Mm. But yes, guys, I would dig deeper on a further episode on work politics. I honestly yeah. think, if honestly, like I was saying to Diane, I could talk about this for hours, absolutely hours. And also, like my other my friends, if any of you hearing this, I know you're all nodding your head, agreeing that when it comes to work politics and confrontation, conf- confrontational issues, your girl is there. So I'm not going to get into that right now. We can save that for another day. Trust me. But yeah. Man, how are you? What's well, been going on? How have you been well, enjoying your leave? Well, so I think I've mentioned 
quite in a, quite a few episodes that my shall I say bread and butter is NICU so mm-hmm. NICU intensive care and I did leave periodically I think for like six months I won like what in 2018 2019 around there yeah but now I have actually left NICU like I'm, I've now left completely actually yeah so I have taken the plunge and I have left NICU and what are you going to do now and so I am going to embark on the SCIFUN course which stands for the Specialist Community Public Health Nurse course yes yes so now, when I initially be- wanted to become a nurse, I wanted to, be- to become a health visitor. That was always, like, my desire. Mm. And um, I loved my health visiting placement as a student nurse. I absolutely loved it. I loved my mentor. I loved the team. I loved all the principles behind it. I loved that it incorporated all the things I loved to do as a nurse. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, 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 this is what I want to do. Then I obviously fell into NICU and I was in NICU for five years. So all of my career bar my six months into community was NICU. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of nice to be going into what I wanted to do in the beginning. Um, I have had a lot of insight in a sense that I did a placement on it as a student. I went into a community role in a health visiting team for six months. So I kind of kind of know where I'm going in a sense of I know what to expect to an extent. Do you think that your your stint in community help push you more to want to do your skiffing course and to train as a health visitor? Do you know what it's difficult? It's a difficult one because I left the community post because I wanted more challenge. Yeah. I wanted to I wanted to be more not is it scared the right word? I don't know. I wanted to do something that scared me a bit more. Something that yeah, would so make a little bit out of your comfort zone. Yeah, which is why I went back to my um, level three unit and I did my intensive care course because I was like, okay, I need to do this. This is the barrier I need to break. It's the fear I need to conquer. Yeah. And I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad that I saw, I guess, Nikku in, in its entirety. Mm-hmm. And I think for anyone that is listening, if you are in a level two and you're offered the chance to go and do an ICU course at a level three, just do it. Um if I've learned anything from my experience is the fear is in your head. Yeah. And you need to try something before you can dismiss it and say, you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Or you don't, it's an element of, I can do it, but I don't want to do it. Yeah. Initially. And I was in a position where I had to think about my career progression and think, well, if you don't do your intensive care course, you're now going to be stuck high dependency and special care how are you going to go to the next stage of your career if you don't do something about it by that point would you say that your career your career was more focused on uh, climbing the ladder in NICU yeah in a sense yes I think it was an element of if you want to stay in NICU you have to do you need to do NICU yeah and if you want to progress there you're gonna have you're gonna have to bite the bullet and just do it yeah (laughs) because like in our unit, thank you. In our unit where we work, you cannot you cannot go to a band six without having all of your courses. All of them. Well, yeah, well that used to be the case. Okay. And I'm, and that's all I'm gonna say on that. 
because if anyone who works with me is going to hear that, it, it could cause issue, but yeah. all I'm going to say. So that's usually how it goes. You need to have all of them. And I understand it. To call yourself a specialist neonatal nurse, to be at a band six, you should have experience across the whole floor. So I understand the rationale for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so gosh, I'm like lost my train of thought there completely. Jesus. So the question I asked was, do you think that um, that point that you went back to do your NICU course, do you think that your career was more focused on climbing the ladder in, in NICU? Yeah, and I think ultimately, yes, that initially was the, was, was the whole premise of it, yeah. Fair. And also, do you think NICU has geared you for this course? Oh, yeah. In a sense that so anyone that knows about the skiffing for the specialist community public health nursing course, you can take the school health route, which is to be a school nurse, and your population is from children age five to 19. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take the health visiting um, route, which is for the population of age zero to five, so birth to five years. Yeah. And I feel like NICU, because it's so well-rounded, you do a lot of things. Yeah. So, you know, you're dealing with the emotions of, of new families, of new parents. Mm. They're, in challenge, they're in a very challenging situation. They're under a lot of pressure. They're trying to kind of manoeuvre their way through their emotions, through what's happened to their child. And with everything that's going on, they've had to modify how they do so many things that normally wouldn't be as complicated, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like because I have a lot of experience I'd say I have a lot of experience with babies now that has given me a very good foundation to support families in the community. Yeah. And I've, I've seen the best of both worlds. I've seen the worst and I think I've seen fine, normal, if you want to call yeah. it normal. So yeah, I feel like it's given me a really good like foundation to build on. Definitely. Well, that's, that's really good. Are you looking forward to potentially starting the course? You know what? Sorry, guys, that was a little cameo from my lovely mum. <laughs> um, I am looking forward to starting the course. I think I'm nervous in a sense that, you know, meeting a new team and, you know, in a new team, it's new personalities, it's new people, seeing how you mesh together. Because it, though it's the course lasts a year, 12 months, hmm. it's a year of your life. So you, you, wanna, you do want to work with people that you like or get yeah. on with. And you do want to be in a working environment that's supportive and positive and wants you to do well. So I think for me, like as a Christian, a lot of my annual leave time, a lot of my downtime has been spent like praying for favour, praying for grace, praying for things to go well. Yeah. And that's all I can hope for really is that the families that I get to encounter and I get to meet, you know, that we work really well together. And I think where the challenges I'm able to overcome as best as I can really. Yeah, and you're going to be good at it. Do you, you have mixed emotions about leaving NICU? This is turned out to be like <laughs> an interview Diane episode. I'm so sorry, but, you know, you're doing something what? fabulous. Girl, do you know what? Do you know what? It is mixed emotions because anybody that knows me personally, so... A lot of people found out like the, my last shift ever. 
And yeah. I think a lot of people were really surprised that I was going and didn't really? expect me to go. They thought you were more like furniture and was going to be there forever. Baby girl, they leave <laughs> and don't mind them. As in, like, and the thing, the thing is, because I had left and come back, there was an element of, well, now she's back, where she's not going to go. I think that was the general consensus for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. For me, it, it's an element of, like I said, I've always said, Niku is my first love. I always love Niku. My mm-hmm. heart will always be there. I'll always love the kind of the, the career I had. And I grew up in Niku as a nurse. I grew up. I learned so much. I became more safe. I became more confident. I, I built more resilience. I became yeah. more able. So that's always going to be the place I think I would run to. It's like a safe haven. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also had to look at it at the bigger picture and think, well, if I'm trying to progress at the speed I want to, if I'm trying to expose myself to different opportunities and new experiences, I'm not going to get that here. Yeah. And... I don't know if other Nikki nurses would agree with me, but there's some situations where I look across the board and I sometimes think, I don't really like what I'm seeing here. Or I don't feel like I'm nursing here. I don't feel like I'm nurturing here. Yeah. And not everybody can openly admit that. I can't lie to you. And I think people might listen to this and think, gosh, what's she talking about? But honestly speaking, if you work in the neonatal intensive care unit, especially in a level three, there's things you're going to see that you cannot unsee. Yeah, we have to and, in a lot of places though. Yeah, and anyone that's like not medical, a level three neonatal intensive care, you you see everything. So you, you we and we admit from twenty three weeks, you know. So you get extreme prem mm. all the way to a term baby that could have seizures or have a metabolic or neuro problem. We get cardiology, we get surgical, we get everything. There's nothing we don't get. Yeah. So. I sometimes think you need to know when it's your limit yeah. and you need to bow out gracefully rather than just dig your heels in and keep your head down and just hope for the best. Yeah, no, and I'm there. Like, Yeah, and to be real, there's a lot of people that I have worked with that are just doing that. And if you hear this, yeah, you do just do that. Sorry, but not sorry. And I sometimes feel like you have to be brave sometimes and step out of your comfort zone and say, do you know what? I love what I do. I do it well, but do I enjoy it? Yeah. And to me, like to be the best nurse I can be for my patients and my families, I need to love what I'm doing. I need to be passionate. I need, I need to, my whole heart, my whole heart has to be in it for, yeah. for me to be at my best. And like, not that my heart wasn't in Niku, like as I've said, it is in Niku, but there's stuff that I've seen and I just think, gosh, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Or I don't agree with this. Or this scares me. Or I don't enjoy looking at that or this is too much, we need to stop. So those are like the feelings and emotions that I was feeling and they were coming up and they were like a reoccurring emotion at times. Mm -hmm. And then again, coupled with my career progression and my career aspirations for myself, that was the decision of like, yeah. So the yes of I love it, but the no of like, well, I need to progress now or never. So it's time to bounce, essentially. No, I'm with you there. Like, as a lot of people know, like I'm not a person that stays in one place all the time. All the time, yeah. like, I've, I've jumped around and got my experience. And I think for me, that's been the best thing I could have done for my career. I know some mm-hmm. others would say like I've moved around too many places, but when you look at what I've done, majority of it is A and E, and you know the rest is gaining experience in different fields. Which, to be honest, 
if anything, would to my experience and my and my end goals. hundred percent. And you can never have too much experience. No. And every every area that you've been in, you take something from it and you carry it to the next place. Yeah. Without even realizing, you can. And as nurses, we are so adaptable. Yeah. You know, once you learn the system, once you learn the process, and then you put your spin on it, you're good to go. Like you, you fly, you soar. But you need to be in an environment that allows you to do that. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you will never flourish. No, you won't. I'm glad you've you taken this step, decided to leave your comfort zone and embark on a new journey. Yeah, but like, like I said to you, in our private conversations, like I've been told that this course is probably the hardest course you will ever do. A lot yeah. of nurses have found it a lot more more harder than like the actual nursing degree, which was, was hard. Um, yeah. So... Good luck to you. Good luck to a few others. We know a few other nurses who are also about to start this course too. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we wish you guys the best of luck because it's not easy. And we hope, you know, you guys may one day come on to, come on to the podcast and give us a lowdown oh, of how you feel about yeah. it. We will, we will be giving you the tea because I don't even like uni. I don't like essays. I don't like stress. And everyone knows this course, this is not a good advert for uni, but uni is stress let's just be real it is mm. so and having to work at the same time yeah and managing your caseload there's so much new things that right. you're about to embark on that you may have done before or you may haven't done before but you know yeah. this is why 100%. we this is why we go to uni this is why we embark on new things and coming out of our yeah. comfort zone and learning mm-hmm. new skills that if anything will only be better for us in the long term exactly and this is why we want more money sorry yeah. like I mean, sorry to bring it up, but like this is why we want more money because look at the things we do to improve ourselves, to be of service yeah. to the community, to society. You know, this is the reason why. And there are services but, that are needed. Yeah, exactly. And they're so needed. And I think that's probably more of a reason why I wanted to do the skiffing course is because I want to see, A, more people of colour in that service mm. so, that, so that in the community... Um, the team that they're served by is more representative of who they are and what they look like and where they come from, number one. Yeah. And number two, I want people to have a better public health understanding. Yeah. And maybe if, if you can relate to the person more, it's easier. If you ask somebody like what my health is, it looks like an old white lady. And that was told to me by a guy in Nando's like when I was talking about the course. Yeah. So, you know, it's changing the narrative. It's putting myself out there. It's doing something new. It's being brave. Yeah. And you know what? I, yeah. And I feel like it's going to be fun. It's going to be challenging, but I think it's going to be very fun at the same time. But yeah, as Gigi said, I will keep you guys posted on the Skiffin roller coaster. Cool. Well, we look forward to hearing it. Oh, about it. I'll be amazing. You'll be in support of others who also. Yeah. Have Yes, yes, yes. And as Gigi said, we'd love to have them on to talk about yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm happy. I'm super excited for Diane. This is going to be a new journey. This well, really true. It's going to be a new journey for both of us because, like, for the last year, I've been doing something else. Yep. And now I've come back to A and E. Now Diane's doing something else. Literally, and this this is and this is nursing. But so, you know, this is what it's like. Yeah. You have so much scope. You have so much avenues that you can take. And you are 
in charge of your destiny. I think that's the yeah. best thing I can say is you can decide today that, you know what, I want to try something else and you can go and do that. There's n- don't allow anything to hold you back. You know, you can go and do whatever you want. Honestly, the world is your oyster. And I think 100%. having the nursing degree as your foundation, anything you want to do, whether it's beauty, because I know this, like with my friends, this comes up a lot. A lot of them are like, why don't you go to like become a beauty nurse and all of this? And it's like, think about ways essentially out of clinical nursing as much as you may love it. However, is it really a journey you want to embark on? Is it worth the money spending for the training courses, et cetera, et cetera? I definitely think if you have a passion in it and it's what you want to do, pick it. What are you waiting for? Mm. I think like, you know, for us, like we're now five years post, we've done our clinical experience. That's more than enough. So regardless whether it's in NICU, PICU, SCABU, A&E, orth- well, I was going to say orthopology. Wow. You type of wood there. <laughs> but, okay, clearly I need my bed. Anyway, orthopedic ward, you know, renal wards, etc., etc. adults, peds, midwifery. Well, Joyce, like we're lucky to have such a background and wealth of knowledge these things so why not put it to use and you know step out your comfort zone do something for you create a side mm. hustle or, or whatever it is you want do it because if you don't sure. do it now and i'm saying now for us because like we're both in our late 20s well oh my god do you didn't say it jesus <laughs> don't worry i'm closer to 30 than you are baby girl um, <laughs> like you want to that you can support yourself your future families whatever is to come that you know mm-hmm. you've got a plan fair enough as we know like our plans may never go according to plan but as long as you have something in the pipeline that's yeah. really all that matters and i guess that's another reason why we created this forum so we can share that and spread that with all of you wonderful people who are listening on the other side amen amen and i think you know i can't even say any more than what you just said then agree that nursing gives you independence yeah it does in 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 such an amazing way and you can be your own boss you can dictate how when you work you can go into any kind of field that you want and it's a very respectable profession as much as society disses us in their stupidity but generally you're very respected people and you're very trustworthy people yeah and that's a very nice thing to be in society oh definitely Definitely, definitely, definitely. But um, talking about being a nurse and opportunities and um, being respectable, is we also know that now, you know, people have got their results. Some people have accepted university places. That we are going to have, you know, the new cohorts in, in essentially. Yeah. And um, so all that preparation for uni, I think all that preparation for uni and also all that preparation for staff nurse life. Yeah. Um, it's a big hurdle, but you guys can do it. Mm. And as we always say, feel free to get in contact with us. Like we, yeah. again, not, we don't have all the knowledge, but if anything, we can always signpost you to someone that will. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I can't lie, if I had, if there was an avenue like this when I applied to go into nursing, it probably would have helped me choose a lot more what I want to do. Don't get me wrong, I'm super happy that I'm a peace nurse. Overjoyed. But I think also exploring different options and seeing what else is out there. 
luckily for us, like being able to have social media and so many different platforms and so many different kinds of accounts you can follow and people you can contact. Honestly, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Really and following is. on from like for example like last week's episode, don't be disheartened with your results. Use this time wisely, figure out whether nursing midwifery or any whatever you are you decided to pick. Because I'm also like very aware that it's not even just nursing people from a nursing background or ner- people who want to nurse or midwifery that, that listen to us. So this is probably food for thought for everyone. If there's mm. something you want to do it if you fail at it you know you get back on and you continue and you have your support system behind you all the way so the world's your oyster just make sure it's something that you truly want to do not because you're doing it for someone else or because someone else has said you know you'll make you'll get rich quick or some sort of scheme like that which sadly there is no money in this in let me just throw it out there do it more because you enjoy the job yeah Definitely. I would say for prospective like student nurses or any, any as Judy said, any other students embarking on their university career, um, is just make sure that you're still passionate about the course you applied for. Yeah. You guys are spending um, some big, big money right now. Because it's three years of your life that you can't get back. And university is a big, big place and it can be quite intense. And it's a very different way of learning it's definitely a lot more individual and I think with what's been happening happening in society you may find that you don't get the same experience as others before you have got yeah so you need to make sure that you're really passionate about what you're doing that you can be motivated to do the work Mm. to attend the lectures to do your private study like you still have the desire and it's okay to not have it yeah. But make sure that you make that decision soon enough. And if you want to do something else, just do it. Yeah. Um, you know, don't feel obliged that because everybody expects me to do this and this is what I planned, plans change. Life's too short. And also, yeah. this again reiterates what I'm saying about if you find you've got um, interest in different places, seek those interests out. Try out those things. If it doesn't work, at least you tried. No yeah. one can ever take that experience away from you and you can utilise it anywhere. Definitely. Um, get a lot of sleep. Especially That's if you're going to be a nurse. Sleep. <laughs> Definitely sleep because you're going to need it. Um, what else would I say for a student nurse that's going to start uni? Be prepared. I would say is be prepared in a sense that notepads pens your highlighters knowing knowing like your timetable um who important key contacts to know like your program leader your personal tutor um how to access your intranet um know make sure you know important things because once you start it will be information overload yeah anything that you can know prior get to know it Honestly, you guys will be fine. If this is what you want to do, you'll be fine. It will be difficult, but nothing worth having comes super easy, as we all know. Yeah, you know, exactly. You'll be fine. And if you're about to, if you're a newly qualified staff nurse, welcome to the club. 
and enjoy your journey. Like it will be scary, it will be haunting. And take things home with you. Get back, relax. Make sure you have your downtime and your chill time. Like I remember, probably one of the best things I ever got told was I remember when I first qualified by one of my favorite agency nurses she was like make sure every so often you go and get a pedicure and get your foot rubbed it sounds so minimal but those little self-care days make such a difference to your mental mm-hmm. health and also it helps you bridge that gap then you're just like i can be normal again like i can still take time out for me it's not all about work yeah and also as well talking about a foot rub as a nurse depending on the career path you take at least the foundation that you build on starts on your feet. Yeah. You build your feet. So that is so key. And get good shoes. Get good shoes. Get good shoes. In fact, Gigi, we will do a post about this, actually. We will do a post about this, about readiness. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've got it in my head already. We're going to do a post about this. Yeah. Fine, let's make it happen. But yeah, guys, but, I can't lie. Yeah. I'm going to... I really want to run, run away right now. You need guys. You know what? It's so weird because I know the feeling, and I'm looking at her, and because obviously we we can see each other. I'm looking at her, and I'm just thinking, yeah, it's time. Like it's time. Like, like the dial is that like, turning down, and it's like the energy is there, and it's hanging on. But I get yeah. it. Like I want to give you guys all my utmost attention, but right now my my attention is going. Yeah, it's going to the pillow. So I feel like this is where I will, I'm going to love and leave you all. Yeah, exit stage left. <laughs> <laughs> but no, guys, feel free to hit us up as always. Contact us in the emails, the DMs, our personal DMs. For me, Jerry, it's really been, oh wow, I'm that tired, I've forgotten my own, my own name. <laughs> wow. And for Diane, it's DD Look. So yeah, guys, like, share and subscribe. Loving oh. all the feedback that we're getting on Apple Plus. Please, guys, I know you can't leave feedback on Spotify, but like, feel free to drop it in our DMs and emails because we want to know that we're hitting, we're, we're giving you guys what you want to hear. 100%. And as we always say, if there's a topic you want to talk about, if there's something you want us to explore, let us know. Yeah. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Mm -hmm. Take care, guys. Goodbye. Bye.